In the Siman Kuf Pei, preparations for Birkat Amazon. So I'll pick Kabbalah, there are those who say, Shilola Sil Klume Ala Shulchan, Ophilo Atzamot Vaklipin Adla Achal Birkat Amazon, not to remove anything from the table until after Birkat Amazon. But on the other hand, then your table is dirty for Birkat Amazon, and it's not right to say Birkat Amazon while they're dirty and not nice, clean things in front of you. So the compromise is to try to clean them up, to try to pile them, to try to make it appropriate. One of the lessons I think is that we, we need to take Birkat Amazon seriously. It's like Tfilah, it's something important. If we're going to say Birkat Amazon, it needs to be at a Mechubad place in front of us. Even granting Al Pikabala, we want to leave everything on the table for in order for the Bracha to be there, it needs to be done in a, uh, in a respectful, in a respectful way. Uh, similarly, Al Pikabala, you're not supposed to remove the salt specifically from the table until after Birkat Amazon. Now, the Sukhana writes another thing for Birkat Amazon that the minhag is to cover the knives. Um, and the Arizal thinks not only do you have to cover it, but you have to remove it. Now, there are about eight different reasons why you have to cover the knives, which is somewhat interesting when there's a practice that then has eight completely separate reasons for it. Uh, a number one of them is that uh, the Sukhan is considered, tables considered to be like a Mizbeach. And the same way you're not supposed to use metal to cut the stones from the Mizbeach, it shouldn't be on the table during Birkat Amazon. Somewhat strange, the table is the Mizbeach during the entire meal, not just Birkat Amazon, but then I guess knives are necessary. Alternatively, the Beit Yosef quotes Rabbi Simcha that someone when you say Birkat Amazon, Yerushalayim, got all so upset about the loss of Yerushalayim in the Beit HaMikdash, he saw the knife on the table and Rachman Litzlan hurt himself with it, and so we don't want to be so depressed over the loss of the Beit HaMikdash. Halavai, we should feel so strongly about the Beit HaMikdash that we even moved to do that, but fine. Another explanation is that this is the time where we ask Hashem, We're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu to give us Mishmanei Haaretz. And at that point, Yitzchak Avinu gives a sav, the bracha of Al-Khar that he should live by the sword. So we demonstrate that we don't. There's something else based on Gematria with the letter Pei. There's no Pei Sofit in Birkat Amazon, but there seems to be, so I don't understand that one so much. Alternatively, we want the Beit HaMikdash to be rebuilt. And in the future there won't be any weapons, and so therefore you have to remove the knives. Or finally, Al Kabbalah, the Shara Kavanot writes that every person's nishama can be traced back to either Kain or Hevel. Although I thought Kain's descendants were destroyed, but okay. And since we don't know who's who, those descendants of Kain have to be more particular about being uh, having swords around, and so the knives have to be removed. Practices we remove them. The Shulchan Aruch writes that the practice is not to do so on Shabbat. Many of the Chornim point out it depends what reason you have. Shulchan Aruch says on Shabbat you don't have to do it. There's also enough Kamina. What about if it's a plastic so? What if it's a plastic knife? You have to cover it. You can't make him his back out of a plastic knife, and you're not going to hurt yourself with a butter knife. So depending on what, but Al Pi Kabbalah we try to we try to we try to cover uh, we try to cover them at all cases if possible. And on Shabbat the practice is is not to cover them, not to remove them at all despite the fact that all the reasons may not apply, that seems to be the common practice.